Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You are listening to AVFC Extra, a no-nonsense look at the club we all love. Brought to you by the Claret and Blue podcast. Hello and welcome to AVFC Extra. I'm James Rushton and today I'm joined by a very special guest indeed. It's uh, Nilesh from Villains Together. He recently appeared in a co-campaign with Kick It Out to um, you know, raise awareness of, of diversity and fan bases and uh, help tackle racial discrimination in, in the beautiful game. We had a very, very good conversation about diversity in the Aston Villa fan base. Why it's so important, why it's not just a buzzword, why these things aren't just that are happening right now aren't just token gestures. So I hope you'll listen to the whole thing and I hope afterwards you'll reach out to English and get involved with villains together because from the state of our conversation I can tell it's a very important thing indeed so without any further ado we'll get on with the conversation Nilesh how are you getting on mate I'm not too bad how are you James <laughs> oh good yeah I said I said to you before I've got your uh the hoodie you gave me the fans for diversity one yeah um, a bit of a backstory on this how did you get involved so you're you're the leader of villains together if I'm correct right how did you you start this off basically I've played football all my life um and you know uh I, I, I started playing football then I stopped playing football and I went into coaching um but then I went to start going to games and stuff like that and um it's at games where I, I wanted to make a difference when people watching games and getting more people from more backgrounds to games so um I contacted the fans for diversity and said look I've got an idea I, I want to form a group um and they were 100% fully supportive of supporting of it and give me the advice that I needed to to create it um had a meeting with the with the club and they 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 loved it they they were really supporting as well and it went really well from there and then we were trying to bounce off ideas of what we to call the club the uh, the group sorry I should say um and we we settled with villains together um and that's how it's just came about it's just in we've just started there and then we've got about five or six um, senior members who make the key decisions of what we want to do um, and what projects that we want to play. And um, that's how it's been going, really. That's how it really started. Um, and then now what we do is just keep going into the community, talk about football and try and get people interested in football is the first stage. Um, then we talk about Aston Villa and why it's important to support your local club. Um, and we talk about a match day experience at Aston Villa and then we take a group down to the, to the game for the first time and give them the experience of a match day experience. So tell us about this match day experience because I think everyone's match day experience at Villa is going to be a lot different depending whether you're a, from a family who's been going down the Villa 40, 50 years to whether you know, you're know you an American coming across to experience the Premier League for the very first time and the, the club you followed overseas for the very first time. What is the experience you try and give um, these kind of new Aston Villa fans? Well, basically, you know, when I've been to the Villa and, you know, when we go, it's, it's, there is a, we will always, I'll always say we have the best fans in the world because, I will say that because I support the club. But when you go there and when you're taking someone there for the first time or even a group, it's it's very much like, you know, the whole setup of the day um, 
it has to be perfect as well. Uh, when I mean perfect, I mean like as you walk into the ground, you know, um, people who are going in for the first time, they don't know what to expect. So as you go in and, you know, you're greeted by the stewards um, and you're welcomed by the stewards, that's the first stage. And then the second stage is, you know, they go and see the pitch. And as they see the pitch, it's obviously an amazing time for people to see the Villa Park for the first time because it, it is a, a really spectacular stadium. Um, and then, then when, when, we, when we're seated... Um, and then I, I explained to the group or whoever I brought them down that this is what's happening now. You know, we've got the warm-ups coming up now. Um, you've got the mascot there. And then we'll, we'll try and get a picture with the mascot. Um, and then after that, the game starts. And I, I, I explain where the way fans are sitting and uh, and where the whole tend is and, 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 all, and everything there. Um, and then... The game starts and obviously we've got the atmosphere. Everybody's singing and then it, it's it's mad because I'll, I'll I'll be having a conversation. Oh, this is the song about John McGinn. He's playing right there, um, and they'll be like, "Oh wow, okay." So they sing and they don't know. It's it's amazing. Then they start enjoying the game. But obviously, when we start scoring and the celebrations and stuff, it's a mad. It's a great atmosphere. But then when it comes to half time, is when it's a little bit more different because I'm like, yeah. okay, it's half time now. You know, it's time to eat. Time to get a drink if you want, you know, um, the toilets are there and, and, and we tell them where everything is um, and they have a drink. And then you know, obviously there's, there's the halftime games that they're all intrigued about. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully we finish off with a Villa win and, it, and they then get a different perception about a match and about going to a football club. Um, and that's what we try and do is change the perception um, because everybody's got a different perception about the game as well. So that's what we try and do. And it's been it's been going really well. Obviously, in the pandemic, it's been a bit yeah. difficult, but it's been going really well. So you mentioned some of these perceptions that the, these new fans may have about, about the Villa, about Villa Park, maybe about the fans inside Villa Park. What are some examples of the, these perceptions and how do they, how do they change? What, what is the perception before compared to the, the reaction after the, you know, the experience you've given them so kindly? Yeah, so basically, it's a lot of what people watch on TV as well. Um, mm. When you've got like the older generation in communities, um, especially the older generation Asian communities as well, um, yeah. they watch football on a, on a screen at home, you know, and they're, yeah. they're like, wow, it's a lot of people there. One of the common questions is, do you get seats? And we're like, yeah, you get seats. You, of course, you know, you get it. But when you're watching it, um, from somebody who's not even a fan or some, and they're watching it on TV and they see all these play, people stand and it looks like they are standing in a way, but you know, yeah. um, but when they go and they're reassured by the stewards, welcoming them in, welcome them in and everything else after the game, the smile. And what happens is, is they become fans. Um, they start following the Villa uh, and th- that's the amazing part after it. Um, and then they'll be like, Oh, yeah, we want to go again. Um, can we can we can we arrange this again? And, and it becomes really good. Uh, their their kids then become um, uh, part of it, and then they pass it on. They start watching match of the day. Uh, they start following the, the fixtures, and it, and it, the, the whole thing kind of like changes the perception completely from when it first started. And obviously, there's there's obviously been some some people in the community have been a bit wary because of the kind of racial side of things as well that has been shown on TV um, uh, and they think, well, do they want to go to a game where they're going to get racially abused? They don't really want to get, they don't really want to do that. Um, Mm. But we have to try and change that a little bit and say, look, it's not going to happen. It may not, it it, it may happen, but we can deal with it as well. Um, 
and that's what we try and we try and sort out in 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 the way we try and do things. So this, um, you mentioned, the, you know, the the, fear, the genuine fear of being racially abused at like a football stadium. So this this is something they bring up beforehand as as a genuine a genuine fear. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It is something they do bring up because um, obviously you've seen the Raheem Sterling thing. Um, that yeah. was a big one because. Um, that was very well documented, and it, it was it was there for everybody to see. You could see the racial abuse towards him at the time, um, and people were like, "Wow, wow, we don't want to go to games because of that." You know, um, they don't want to spend thirty, forty pound on a ticket um, to be abused, and I can't completely yeah. understand that as well. There's a side of football that they need to see. There's a there's a side of football that is a the beautiful game, and that is what my ambition is really and that's why I created Villains Together was to, to show people this side of football which is the beautiful game and how it can bring people together so the, the people you're bringing together the areas you operate I assume it's you know Aston, Witten, Perry Bar is it yeah. any further outside of that or is it just kind of localised maybe even Great Bar <laughs> it's mad because yeah we, we do we do uh, concentrate on Aston as, a, as, yeah. as because it's the local area and everything else. But we've had we've had people um, contact us from overseas. So um, the one we had was we had five um, Swede, uh, Switzerland lads. They came from Switzerland. Um, they contacted me and said, "Oh, we want to come to uh, an Aston Villa game." Can we sit with you guys? We've seen you on your website. We've seen you on Twitter. Uh, can we sit? And I'm like, yeah, of course you can sit with us. They already bought. They, they sat with us, and they were here a few days before. So um, this is where it's when they're, they're actually Man United fans, by the way. Um, and this was when they they came to Old Trafford. They Mourinho was part of the uh, the manager of Man United. They watched the game there, and I think it was a boring game, apparently, from what they said to me. They came to Villa. Um, and it was the game they came was uh, was it Nottingham Forest? Is that when we drawed five five? Yeah, yeah. They came and watched that game. So they came to watching Man United, who just about won one nil or something. They came to our game, which was um, five five. Uh, they loved it. There was a great atmosphere, and th- th- it was great. But um, yeah, so it, people over overseas do do contact us and say, oh, you know, can we sit with you guys and uh, it, you know and enjoy the game a lot of course you know but they would they would have already arranged their tickets and, and whatever but they just want a, a bit of company with us I guess it's uh dean smith champagne football winning over fans from all, all corners and yeah, yeah well it was mad because that man united when they they were disappointed because they come all this way to watch man united and they found it boring but when they came to the villa they they just couldn't believe the goals that were going in. <laughs> it was just it was just crazy. But five five was an unbelievable time. What would be the work that you you, you know the, the villains together do outside of going to matches? Because I, I guess there's only so many matches you can take people. And you know during the times now, fans aren't attending games at Villa Park. So what can villains together do or does outside of taking you know new fans down to matches at Villa Park? Um, so what we do is we will go into a local community um, and we will, we will speak about, we'll put a, a coaching session on really. Um, uh, and we put a fun coaching session on reason why we do that is just to get them interested in football, um, get them happy, get them enjoying the game first as well. Um, then we talk about football just as general and why people support the, the game, why people go down um, and support local teams and stuff. Um, and when we speak to younger generation, we, we, we talk to them about 
why it's important to support your local club and how it can affect you as you grow up, even when you have a career. So the one example we kind of use with younger people is we would say, um, you know, supporting your local club is like when you grow up and you, you're, say, for example, a team leader um, for your team, you have to support that person or whoever you're you're managing if he's having a downtime or if he's having a good time. Um, and it's the same when you support your local club. If they're having a bad patch, you still have to support them because the support is really important. So we, we try and compare it, uh, compare it in that way. Um, so, yeah, going into local communities is, is how we do it. And then from there, we, we will take them to a game and, and, and try and um, show them the match day experience again. Uh, and, and that's how we do. We'll go to different different communities and, and and work that way. I mean, the last time we did a really really good one was I don't know if you've you've seen them the, the Saki vill- villains. Have you, have you heard of yeah. them? Yeah. So, so the Saki house is literally opposite um, Villa Park. It's a community centre, um, and it's run by ladies every day. They've never been to a game before. We went down, approached them, and said, look. Let's make you into a fan, fans group, call you Saki Villains and take you to a game. We took them to the West Ham game. They made claret hijabs and it was the first time they came down to a game. It took 17 ladies um, and before the game. So we were there at the, the community and we, we spoke to them and what 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 they would expect at this game um, and what would they um, most looking forward to at the game and, and stuff like that. Um, mm. And it was really, really good. Um, really good. We had Anwar from Fans for Diversity there and uh, we had Sam from Villa and Proud there as well and Lucy uh, from, from Aston Villa as well. Um, yeah. It was it was really, really, really good. Um, and I ain't going to lie, you know, when I did take them ladies down, there was a part of me as well at the time was, I was thinking, I'm a bit scared here. You know, I don't yeah. know how this is going to go down because they were pit- they were, we took them pitch side as well. Yeah, they met Dean Smith and he was really great with them. Um, but it went really well. Um, the Villa fans afterwards were commenting and, and, and saying you, it was really good to see that that happened. Um, really good that they wore claret hijabs and, you know, it was really, and it was really positive. I didn't have one negative comment about it. Not one, which was so good. Oh yeah, I found that myself in that, you know, the new experience at the stadium and on, you know, away coaches, even if they're not, the, you know, the Villa official ones, if we're going from Streetly or, you know, through Warsaw to the, these Villa games, is that the, the experience is overwhelmingly positive. Whereas, you know, on Twitter and social media, we, it's unfiltered and we see so much and people don't really hide necessarily, not necessarily who they are, but they're not ready to hide their views or, you know, reach out to other people in the way that we are in, in real life. So I wanted to get onto a topic that, that seems very close to, you know, the heart of Villains Together. And that seems to be like, genuine diversity. We see when Villa have the, the, you know, these community initiatives or they say, you know, you, you know, they say even Barak or they have, they, they celebrate Hanukkah. They, they, they do all these things on social media. It does attract sometimes negative comments. And when we see the rainbow flag, it can be seen as a, you know, almost tokenism, like a gesture, a token gesture. But from where you're coming, these experiences, this diversity is in- incredibly valuable. So what does diversity mean to that, that mission statement at the heart of Villains Together? It's it, it means a lot to us. You know, diversity is one of our key aims um, to get right in a way at the club. Um, and and it's, it's, it's key for us as well um, to always target people from all backgrounds, yeah. um, not just... Um, one one area or not just one area or not just 
we we have to we have to be able to target people more backgrounds. This is why it's called Villains Together, um, because it targets everybody. It's it, it's it's the way we want to be, um, and it's it's really important for us that we we keep to that that structure all the time, um, and we and we plan our way through that. Um, so yeah, for us, diversity is is key and it has to be um we, we we mix with other fan groups as well like villa and proud and we work with them and and you know we'll have general conversations with them to say okay look what should we do next or yeah. we're doing a project will you jump onto this project with us as well um sam's very good from villa and proud and he, he he's really supportive of what we do and we support support them as well so you know the diverse the diversity is so so important to to us and how we are as a fans group. I think there might be a few people watching this that that hear di- the word diversity and they they instantly turn off due to I don't not not necessarily negative experiences about the word, but perhaps their own views or you know or something else. But from what we're yeah. seeing here, this genuine diversity—it's it, not like a like a negative thing, is it? You're pushing it out there to to attract different types of Aston Villa fans to, to Villa Park yeah. when they might be put off that experience. So what would you say to kind of those fans who might, not necessarily negative, but might be a bit put off by the word diversity? Do you know what I would really say? I'd love them to come and speak to us. I'd love them to come and speak to us and um, let let us show you the Villa, Villa experience. That's, that's all we want to do. You know, come and speak to us and... Um, Tell us your concerns, why they're concerned. Um, you know, we want to know, and we want to. We want people to to express themselves about it and and, and talk to us, um, and then we we can then uh, come up with a plan as to how we can kind of not convince, but just to show people that it's not always like that. Yeah, well, I think. You know, for me, I, I got a free hoodie out of this. So I'm happy, happy <laughs> enough, happy as I. But you know, in, in all seriousness genuinely hearing kind of the stories that you've come up and you know the stuff on your podcast as well and the, the, the things you featured on social media genuinely brilliant stories i mean the saki villains story alone you know is oscar worthy it's, it's a genuinely brilliant story Thanks, yeah. you know this is through your work it's not it hasn't just this thing that's organically happened i think people have the idea that you will achieve a diverse villa experience or a natural villa experience just by letting it be. But that's that's not how it is, is it? You, we have to no. reach out. That's why yeah, it's we, such an effort. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the thing, and we have we have to we have to reach out. It's if we don't reach out, people would just do their normal routine things that they do every day on a Saturday. Um, but if we reach out and say, "Look, what are you doing on Saturday? Let's take you to the villa." I mean. It, it has to. It has to be that way. We we had a, a father and son situation at one point where um, the, the son had suffered um, with epilepsy, severe epilepsy, yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, he was worried about taking taking his son to Villa, and he's, he's never taken his son to Villa before. Um, so you know, we made arrangements to take him to Villa. Um, apologies for the Alexa, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so we made arrangements and we made sure that, you know, there are medics at Villa Park if anything was to happen um, and reassured him that it would be fine. And, you know, before before the game started, we showed him where the toilets were and the bathrooms are and um, and how, how easy it is to get outside the ground as well. Um, and he can speak to if he doesn't see me or if I've gone somewhere to get something uh, from the shop or, I mean, from the from the food stalls or whatever. But, um, so, you know, and, 
he they both came down and it was it was great because nothing actually happened but um they enjoyed the game they really enjoyed the game and now his son is playing football for a local team um and he's playing doing, doing really really well and obviously he still has his uh, medical condition that he has to deal with but it hasn't stopped him from loving the game and that's off again through uh, the villains together and their, their work in the community so it's it's all yeah. around positive so look, the thing is the thing is with that and like going back to your question sorry it's just yeah. that you know we had to reach out to him and say look it's okay you can come to villa park you'll be fine honestly um and to hit to the father and you know and then he was like, okay, we'll, we'll come with you. Um, and it completely changed. So it, it's about, like you said, reaching out to them and say, it's fine. Come on. On a serious note, want to bring yeah. up um, a quote-unquote token gesture that's been put out there, which is, you know, it was the, the kneeling situation, which Les Ferdinand defined as a QPR, um, Director of Football, I believe, defined as a token situation. And, you know, we saw a situation happen in the very recent history of um, fans reacting negative to that gesture, whether it was a, a symbol of tokenism, uh, you know, or genuine solid solidarity. Um, we have now seen that gesture a move from something that was defined by one club as a token gesture now becomes something that, that's very real. So what has your bit reaction been to, you know, the, the, the kneeling situation and, you know, how that has come up? Because Villa were the first club to, to do it, I believe, in the Premier League. Villa were the first club to do it and we retweeted it and we got a lot of abuse from it because we retweeted it um but you know the need the, the, the taking the knee it, 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 i think it's how people want to see that and the way we as villains together see it's about equal rights it's about people getting um the equal opportunity at, at something and it's not about you know at the moment there's a lot of tick boxes yes we, you know there's a, there's a there's a role going here uh and we're gonna interview this person, this person, this person, this person, and you're just ticking them off. Um, and the, the, the taking the knee is like, well, we don't, they don't, we don't want just tick boxes. We want mm. to be in the role because we're good enough for the role. Um, and the, the knee is about having that equal rights, having the equal opportunity to do that. Um, and, and that everybody else has. And that's what I think it is. But I think what needs to happen now is as the next stage to that now, um, yeah. And if if the need to stop, then it stops. But we then have to look at okay, what's next? What what has to happen next? And that's the key. Um, you know, if clubs do stop stopping it, which is which is okay, it's fine. But it's it's about what's going to happen next, and uh, what are we going to do now? Are we you know, it's it's got to be it's got to be something that's going to be powerful and make a difference again. And the knee has. Um, been a very powerful thing. Yeah, it goes. So it, it does kind of take it away from that criticism then. Um, people saying out there that it's just, you know, it's a flat gesture. And I guess it, it can become like almost corporatized and it can just be this brand that just constantly happens and nothing gets achieved but as we've seen things kind of are starting to get achieved but maybe as you said now now it's the time for the next step so i guess it is up to you know not it's up to football clubs as well but it's also up to you to continue the work that you're doing because it is very valuable yeah. and it's it's attracting all sorts of villains to, to villa park that may have been scared to go which i think you know the stories you brought up there should be absolutely brilliant um I wanted to kind of finish off by asking you how people can support if they want to, how can they support villains together? Just reach out to us, um, message us on Twitter, um, email us, and you, you're more than welcome to come um, to any games with us, more than welcome to do any projects with us. Uh, our arms are open and, you know, we're, we're more than happy to um, 
work with you guys. Any ideas people have, please do come towards us. And it's also important to, if you've ever experienced a negative side of football and you want to speak to us about it, please do. Um, and we will we will support you on anything like that. You know, um, any sport, you know, we, we, we will we'll support you on it. If it's non-league uh, that you've been to and you've, you've, you've experienced a negative side to that, please do let us know and we'll support you on that. So I wanted to kind of direct people to to your podcast as well. Now, how has that been getting on so far? I know it's, it's only a recent thing, but it's a valuable thing. Yes, the podcast idea was because of the pandemic, really. And uh, we were trying to think of ways of um, connecting with the community, connecting with other fan groups as well, um, because obviously we can't go to games at the moment. And um, so I had, to, I had to learn it all myself and uh, try and get it all get it all up and running. But it's going really well. We, we've had um, different fans from Leeds. From We had Blues for All for the ladies game. Um, and we had... Um, who did we have last? We had someone from the Bain Hammers groups uh, from the West Ham game. Um, so it's been really good. And we, we, we kind of um, talked to them about what they're, what they're doing as a fans group. And we just kind of like communicate with each other and see how things are going, really. Um, so it's a good way to, to connect with other fan groups, definitely. And I think we'll keep it going for the first forever really if we can perfect well i know we've already shown your details on screen for the, the youtube um, subscribers yeah. but if you could just mention where could people find you if they're interested where can people find villains together to kind of get involved just to end, yes. end on, a, on a final note yeah so if you go to our website villainstogether.co.uk uh, we're all on there and then obviously we're on twitter which is our main um uh, social media platform we have started up instagram as well so you can contact us through um instagram or twitter um and we'll be more than happy to listen to anything you need to say and or anything you want to talk about perfect well thank you very much for coming on today Nilesh. it's been an eye-opening experience and i, I hope uh thank you i enjoy it and get involved mate thank you very much no i'm expecting you to go to sleep in that hoodie mate <laughs> yeah it fits me now so uh, i'm really i'm really pleased <laughs> no worries Gaffer. no worries that's all but thanks for the time guys i really appreciate it Thank you for listening to AVFC Extra, an additional dose of Aston Villa content for you, brought to you by the Claret and Blue podcast team. If you enjoyed the episode, please do get in touch with us, get involved in the comment sections, tweet us at Claret Blue Pod, or leave us a review on iTunes. We really do appreciate it. We'll catch you again very soon with some more content. Until then, up the villa. Up the villa.